so what we do we normally do three things first is mobile education like uh, we used to go and we used to teach them what we used to teach them is basic information like uh, importance of bath importance of health basic reading then we used to try to make documents for them and we we help we try to help them to accommodate them in normal school so this is the first program and secondly we have a child parliament then we used to tell them about right of the children because there are many laws in india to protect the children and of course <laughs> no nobody is following that but laws are there stick your neck out the weekly podcast of the giraffe heroes foundation running away from abuse violence and poverty or simply being left behind Lots of children use India's extensive railway network to get to the cities where they hope to find a better life. The stations are perfect for predators. With over 11 million children living on the streets in India, there is a lot at stake. This is another episode of the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. Welcome to Stick Your Neck Out. I am your host, Jean-Pierre Gerdurañona, and today I'm talking with Sanosh and T from India. Sanoj participated in the 2014 Kantari leadership training course. With his project Child in Rail, he wants to see a child-friendly atmosphere at Indian railway stations. Sanoj, welcome to our podcast. Hello. Sanoj, in 2015 you spent 9 months adapting the lifestyle of these railway children, living the way they did, eating the food they did, sleeping wherever yeah. they did. How was that? you know actually i started working with these children from 2013 itself so i i belong to a place uh, called kerala so that where kadari located kerala is comparatively better place better state compared to many other states in india so i got a chance to work in north india of course we used to travel in train only because that's a cheapest uh, mode uh, for transport for us i i used to see lot of children they are just coming and asking money for us this is a situation only happening in india i think so i was so curious because they are very very small children like 4 year old 5 year old some are 8 year old so i was curious like from where they are coming you know from where they are leaving where they are spending their night so i was curious and uh, i used to follow them i used to uh, give some food to them we used to give some uh, clothes to them so this is the beginning so actually i want to know them how they are surviving how they are doing their life to know about this i spend uh, around 6 to 9 months with them what i did i stay uh, nearby the railway station i eat and uh, drink along with them to understand their uh, life and understand their survival pattern so but uh, interestingly they survived very much but after 6 or 7 months i got sick and i got lot of issues because uh, when i started to live with them <laughs> for for them is easy for me is not easy because drinking you know dirty water drinking dirty food is not a not a uh, apt thing for me so i got uh, sick and i have some serious health issues but for them they survived so that's interesting thing so anyway from that time it helped me to design a program for them so i documented everything for them so i i prepared cases for them because the the main issue if you are approached to any any people any authority they are never ready to agree these runner exist or not so they say no no this is nothing happening they are just running away from home we'll find them and we'll send it back so this this is a answer for them so there are no document for them so what i did first thing i need to document 
because at least i need to show people that they are assisting or not so uh, that's the first step i did so i spent with them i stayed with them i documented the children so i took photograph i documented their case stories like case studies so i identified them so this is the first thing i did and of course i designed a program for them so th- that's why my, my my experience with them actually i'm guessing you've learned a lot of these children uh, during your time there what are the biggest thing you've learned during this time with these kids see they first of all they are they are children only even the parents are children only like maybe 13 or 14 years a child getting abused and they are getting a baby so according to me they both are children only even the parents are children only so nobody is there to take care of them so nobody is there to protect them of course some structured team are there they are using these children so to to force them to beg because maybe they are coming to me so they are asking money to me giving a 1 rupee is not a big thing for me so people will do that because people don't want to getting into trouble so if some children came and they ask money they simply give money to them so but behind the behind that children there is a structured team will be there so they are like you know in a team so it's not easy to escape them so what i did i actually want to know about them how they are surviving and uh, how they are uh, you know spending their life so in the 9 months i understood that there are a big number of children staying in this railway station and secondly there are a structured team behind them to controlling them even the children want to escape from this uh, situation but they can't do that so this is the situation we understood that and there is a strong mafia behind them so this is the first level of understanding in the beginning so let me let me start with a you know uh, just case explanation because i think most of the people listening me maybe don't they don't understanding the situation okay because in india railway station okay tra- trains are one of the main mode of traveling and we have different different types of train like we have uh, passenger trainers are there we have long long um, um, distance trains are there and we have classes there sleeper class general compartment you know an ac compartment so in this general compartment anybody can come anybody can go so that's the situation even sleeper compartments also is not that much secure like you can come and you can ask money so why these children are coming to railway station is very simple because train you know you are meeting with new 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 people so you can come easily and you can ask money for them so they simply give 1 rupee 2 rupee and secondly platforms are there railway platforms are there so you can easily sleep there so they why they are coming to station because they they will get food from there they will get accommodation from there uh, they will get money from there and of course nobody uh, you know will not harm there because there are not regular places because some railway police are there but of course they will come and they will also ask you some bribe and they will go so this is situation happening they are completely depending on railway stations and nobody no programs actually running for them so they are a big number visible number but unfortunately nobody is there to take care so this is situation so what we are trying to do we are trying to help the children through education we are trying to help them through protection we are trying to help them through legal awareness that type of thing so this is the beginning and of course we, we are very small in number so we'll still we'll try trying is our beginning only even is like a five or six years now but still <laughs> we, we are not able to achieve that much it's but. still a small project but i think it's really important what you are doing that's why i invited you and that's why we are here discussing this topic before we keep going talking about child on rail i would like to point something out 
According to statistics provided by the Indian government, every five minutes, one child comes to a station. It means 12 children in an hour and around 282 children in one single day, which is indeed a huge number. What are these children running away from? And most importantly, what are their hopes? Okay, see, uh, there are two types of children, okay, in the railway station. First, the children running away from home. That's the first category. And second category, there are children born and brought up in the railway station itself. There are two categories. So, uh, and the second category is more in number. The children, those who are uh, born and brought up in the station. The runaway children actually, that is actually, we can't say it's completely railway children because, see, for, for example, I have an issue in my home. And uh, they start to, uh, they, they have some issue in the home. So what they do, they just pick the next train and they will run away. So for that children, we have a lot of options because even we will find it, the parents are ready to bring them back. Understood. Na? So for example, like four, four children are com- uh, coming to the station. Mostly we will find three children in the railway station itself. In, in that case, very few children only coming to the railway station. But there are a big number in, in other category, that is, they are born and brought up in railway station only. So, they, their home is railway station only. They need to go back to it. Even I find their children, I cannot send them anywhere because, first of all, they are not ready to go to any uh, homes or child homes. Of course, child homes are very less in India. Childcare homes are very less in India. And we don't have any space to send them. That's, a, that's an, another issue. And, of course, their number is big. So for these children, we don't have any option. The runaway children is there due to uh, family issues, due to other physical abuse, maybe a lot of issues will be there, you know, family. So that that type of children, we can find them and we can send them back. Our big concern is about the children, those are born and brought up in railway station only. For them, they don't have any ID card, they don't have any identification number. So nothing is there for them. So we can't do anything with them. So this is the issue. A child, maybe 14 or 15 year old child, you know, giving a birth to another child through abuse or thing. So according to us, both are child only, right? So yes, you can't say them yeah. also a parent. Yeah. yeah. So and they both are living in station only. And of course, how they are surviving, they do begging, they do sleeping in the railway station, they sell some pants. Of course, they are getting um, small money. So policemen will come and uh, abuse them or hurt them. Okay, other, other people will uh, come and uh, hurt them. So they will, they will in pain only. So what their solution for the pain? They will drug addicted. So they will use drug to forget the pain. They will use some, you know, uh, glue. They will use some, they will snip some old cloth. So, uh, or they will drink some uh, tablets or uh, cup syrup. So to forget their pain. So this is the thing happening. And no one, no one is ready to talk for them right? because other people never mind them. So yeah, that's, that's the two categories actually. Yeah, it's important that you mentioned the problematic with the undocumented kids because I think these are the ones who who needs more help, who needs more guidance all the time. Before that, you also mentioned something about a mafia. Yeah. Can we go a little bit deeper on it? Are we talking about grown-ups? Like no, uh, yeah, like grown-up people only, you know, controlling it. Actually, see, if I'm a seven-year-old, okay, and and I'm I can earn like thousand to thousand five hundred rupees in a day. Because they are meeting like 2,000, 3,000 passengers in a day. You know, mostly people will give you one or two rupees. So it's like 1,000 rupees, 1,500 rupees, right? And for food, you will get it from the street only. 
because they will they mostly throw away food and you know like wasted food the type of things only they still eating and water you will get from the railway station only so they are not spending money actually so they are getting 1000 rupees 1500 rupees and they will drink um, water and food from the station only so this money is completely you know uh, a big money for them so think about in a station itself 50 children are there so 50 children into 1500 is 75000 in a day right yeah so into into 30 days think about is more than 20 like 2 2 million <laughs> rupees indian rupees so is <laughs> so it's a it's a single station itself right so what about like in in a city maybe around 8 to 9 station will be there so think about like 500 children are earning this much money so it's a huge money actually so for every 10 children 15 children there will be a peer leader and that peer leader you know have a common leader and they are most adults only they are maybe you know people and even we don't know who are actually in the in the higher position because they are not visible so they are in, invisible only definitely they have it they are they, they have a team and definitely they have a leader there under that leader uh, they have sub sub groups and uh, these children are uh, in the grassroots level only so what they do they beg or they collect money and they used to give this people so this is structure and of course administrative i don't know because administrative people of course they are also getting you know bribe na so they also don't want to break them so even we go to the station they are afraiding actually they are losing their money because even these people and everybody they are getting a huge bribe so nobody want to stop this so this is a situation actually happening so we we trying trying how to break this but we are very you know less powerful people for they are very very powerful people even i get you know attack and lot of things from the station itself in the beginning because they don't want to uh, lose this money you know? so they are a very powerful team and each each station they are controlling it actually completely so it depend on the station is depend on the place different different people are leading it yeah i see and i also imagine these children are extremely vulnerable to abuse i also can imagine they are easily the victims of an unending vicious cycle of exploitation what are the dangers they find after they have reached the big cities see there are uh, accent is a regular okay if you see to if you just google it you can see hundreds of photos of accidents in the railway station some children lost their legs some children lost their hands that accent is a very common thing because you know how they they are jumping into the uh, train and jumping out of the train right while because uh, most of the train doesn't have a stop so what they do they will jump into the train and train may be 50 km speed in hour so you you, see, you can imagine right if if i jump into the train even a small mistake will will uh, will be really dangerous will, i mean you know, will keep, cause something yeah, very really very bad. dangerous so they lost sometimes like yeah say they they lost their they lost uh, hand sometimes they uh, you know they died also like that that was situation also happening so physical uh, injuries are very common first and secondly they most of them are very addicted to drugs like in the first day itself they started to drink drugs you know because their parents also giving drugs to this children only like they using this uh, some type of tambaku like like some type of pants and uh, some type of uh, tablets alternative drugs only not regular drugs like other people using no cigarette no liquor most of them are using alternative drugs so and you see like in the first month itself they are starting so their maximum will live up to 26 27 only so their life expectancy 
expectancy is that much only so that's a that's a second issue like uh, drug uh, health issues during because of drug issues because they are drug addicted and uh, they are losing themselves that's a second thing and third thing they are getting lot of physical abuse physical abuse in the sense the mafia itself they will uh, you know hurt these children and secondly uh, the leaders used to hit them the police people like railway railway station police are there they used to come and hit them so physical abuse is will be there oh. i never see a child without any single injury <laughs> whenever i met a child i definitely can see a injury in their body injury in this is not a small injury injury will be there and that injury will be in a very bad shape like smells will be there that type of injuries will be there most of the child have this type of injury so that's 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 the third thing and fourth thing you know this rape that type of things happens lot of that type of thing because even they used to stay in railway station so that type of abusement are happening then other than that these children normally very very common in violence so violence is their very common character so they also used to fight each other so these are the main factors i i observe from the stations so and and still this is regularly happening of course we can uh, accommodate with a very minute number but unfortunately it's a very big number uh, in most of the stations these students are there so and this is happening regularly yeah this is a situation actually it's really sad what you are telling sanosh you are a social change maker trying to transform the lives of those children who took up begging at railway stations now i'd like to talk about child in rail what is it and what's the story behind it i saw a horrible accident in railway station so i saw a child have epilepsy and he was struggling to you know for death then uh, so in that time i took about uh, seriously about these children so i thought that okay let's start let's do something for them then i uh, know about kandari program and uh, we spent some uh, months to the kandari then i come back to the rail station and we started our project so this is the beginning of uh, children rail and uh, what we do we do we started with uh, actually food actually so we used to go and uh, distribute food to them clothes to them because this winter season they used to sleep in this platform only so they are not sleeping without any clothes so we used to distribute that kambal you know that uh, uh, what is called that wool wool sleeping bag maybe yeah yeah so so sleeping bag food and we started in that way but in the in later we, I, even i understood that this is not a solution for them because we need a permanent solution for them because uh, these children are getting lot of abusement lot of things so what we do we normally do three things first is mobile education like when, wherever the children go we fo- we used to follow them uh, we used to go and we used to teach them what we used to teach them is basic information like about hygiene uh, importance of bath importance of health then we used to teach them basic reading that type of because they also need to survive na? then we used to uh, try to make documents for them and we we help we try to help them to accommodate them in normal school so this is the first program and secondly we have a child parliament that uh, normally they come to within a space and we used to tell them about right of the children because there are many laws in india to protect the children and of course <laughs> no nobody is following that but laws are there so we we used to, uh, to, to tell about this laws we used to for the girls we used to tell about uh, this different type of abuse if somebody come and touch you what you will do so that's that's the thing we uh, do in the second step and child bank we started actually 
Taliban is a simple concept. Like uh, we can collect all the money of the children and we can uh, spend somewhere in the bank. Like we can keep that somewhere in the bank. And once they have a need, we can return back. But you know, but there is an issue there also because even the children, according to our law, we cannot compel the children to the work. So even I am collecting money, I am a culprit because I can't do that. So we are stopping it that that uh, that in uh, recently, and of course we are adding some more program because what I am trying to do now is we I am more concentrating on policy documentation because we we are making a policy for them, so we are trying to make a policy for them. We are trying to submit to the agreement and the the government is uh, agree that uh, policy it is more helpful for more all the children in India. So we are trying to make a policy also. So even I am doing research in regarding that also. Yeah, of course, it's, no, it's, a, it's a very small work, actually, because compared to the need, it's a very small work because, you know, the need is very big. If, if you check the number of the children, if you check the, um, uh, the need, it's, it's a very, very big. Of course, we can't do everything in a single step. We are starting with a small uh, thing, but uh, we are happy in the beginning and we hope uh, more people we can reach and we can associate with more people and it can be... Uh, you know, reach all, almost India. So this is a very small beginning and still we are trying and we hope if the policy is agreed by the government, we can reach with more people. Yeah, this is the current status. Of course, it's a small beginning and the need is big, but one can see the light at the end of the tunnel and you have started, at least in my eyes, a really important movement with your idea of empowering and educating the children at the railway stations. You've talked before about the evening school, the child bank and the child parliament. Can you go a bit deeper on describing your work? Your dream was to set up mobile learning centers along the rail lines for these children. If they cannot get to school, then school will come to them, you said once. How is it going so far? You know, last year is not going well because, you know, Corona trains are not running. Okay, we stopped everything. Yeah, so it's, even we have difficulty to reach them now, now these days. And I plan to go started again this May. But you see, again, this Corona is, <laughs> you know, that the second wave is coming. So even we are in a tough situation, actually. We are also not easy to reach these children uh, no, normally. Because before it is easy to reach, because they we know that in evening time they used to come in the railway in a specific time. But now very less trains are running, so they are not coming actually. The other children also, they are doing some other type of work. So we also need to collect them again and our team is trying to do that. When I am going personally to the railway station from next, next month itself, so so we, we we hopefully we can collect them again and again. So, so this is the current situation now. We started and of course, you know, education is very important. Like education, because once you getting education, at least you are getting courage, you know, yes, to face a lot yeah. of issues. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's the good thing of education. So what we did, we teach them. I told you, we teach not in a formal way. We teach them health, we teach them uh, hygiene, we teach them about importance of hand washing, importance of bathing you know, importance of reading. And of course, we are able to convert some children in normal schools also in the beginning. So, but that in a very small number only because there are, there are many issues are there. First issue, these, they are in a very big number, these children. And secondly, the, these children are addicted to drug. Okay, so even we try to change them from this drug, but even of course, they will back to this other group only. You know? So they again getting the same they they still seeing these children are using drug again 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 
So yeah, yes, definitely. So you cannot change them completely. So that's the main issue. Otherwise, you need a separate space. You need a separate home. So you can accommodate these children completely in the home. So you can keep them for six months, seven months. Then it's fine. Then they will not use drugs again. In my case, we don't have that space actually. We are not, you know, financially sound to reach that. We are uh, trying to, uh, you know, set a place for them, like a care center or something like that, so they can completely stay with us. But of course, that for that we need a lot of money and we need a lot of things, so we are not able to reach that. But in a certain time, definitely we'll reach that. Yeah. And you are definitely on the right way to reach out your dream. How is the resonance? I imagine for these children, it's not easy to trust you or anybody. How do you build trust with them? Actually, you know, we first of all we never go and we never say anything in the beginning. What we do, we have we used to go them, we used to play with them. Okay, we used to observe them. But regularly, you know, after a week, two week, they are also observing us and they are also seeing us. So they are also checking us. One boy is coming and you know uh, checking us all day. So they, you know, after a seven days, eight days, they used to talk to us. So this is a Uh, method we follow. We never go. We never interrupt them. What we do, we just go and we just observe them and we just watch their plays. We just watch them. So later, 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 they they understood. Okay, somebody is coming all day and somebody is checking us. So they also have curiosity. Na? So they also come and they and of course we have a lot of uh, methods. We used to play some songs. We used to play some nice songs. And we can show some origami. We can show some uh, magic. We also have a lot of small, small tricks. Of course, they are children basically. Even <laughs> even they are uh, addicted to many yeah. things yeah, because yeah. child curiosity is always there, right? So they are curious. So of course, they will come and they will check us. And of course, you know, making friendship with a child is very easy. Okay, because they are innocent basically. Even they are uh, they are completely spending their life in the railway station. They are drug addicted. They are the basic quality is innocence. So that's a child quality. So that you know skill is always helping us. So they are innocent, and of course, they after the four or five days they will come and they will mingle us. And of course, we will not actually uh, you know putting anything to them. We not teaching them actually. We just started with small small stories and we just suggesting things. So they used to trust us. So this is a, this is a beauty. And of course, we'll actually we'll you know. Uh, identify one or two in the beginning. We know that okay, this this child may be helpful for us. Then through that child, we approach more people. So this is the method we follow. Yeah, it is nice you guys bring back the innocence, the childhood back to these children. Have you been able to measure the impact child in rail has so far? We actually not in a regular basis. We didn't measure. I, I told you uh, in the beginning we started with few program. And we we measured, but that quantity was less compared to a big program. Of course, we changed maybe fifty to sixty children in the beginning. So even I am not happy with that that number. So that's why I said if I want to reach to more people, we need to you know a, a concrete change in the policy and lot of things. So that we are concentrating. Of course, we are changing few few. Even a single change is a good. According to me, but and even we are changing like fifty to sixty children, but still, that's not our reach. Actually, that's not our you know, uh, that's not we want. Actually, we need to reach more people. So of course, in a small level impact is there, but that's not in a larger scale. The larger scale, if you need to, uh, you know, see a larger scale change, we need to change in policy documentation. We need to change, you know, because we we need to add more people like administrative government. We need to add other NGOs. Then only you can see a big change.
So you are offering shelter, a place where the street child can survive. Be safe. A bed for the night might get the child off the streets, but then what? How do you change children's lives? What we are trying to change is we are trying to give education to them. Of course, we are not able to take them from the station to our shelter home because we don't have any shelter home yet. But what we do, we we arrange some place in the railway station itself. So they sleep together. So they are not sleeping single. Na? So once they sleep together and we have some assigned volunteers and we used to go and check them. So that way we can help them, some some type of protection. And secondly, uh, we we give education, a formal, an informal education. So after getting education, or uh, we used to give regular counseling regarding this um, drug addiction, lot of things. So we we try to stop their uh, drug use. We try to uh, change their uh, hygiene pattern, and we try to give protection to to them. So these are the three things we are uh, doing right now. So, but once we have a place, what we want to do, we want to change completely them into station to the homes, like a home. So that's our uh, final aim. But we are not reached to that uh, level yet uh, because we are few in number, we are few in financial um, stability and we are also trying to collect some money for these type of things. So what our aim is to a place the children can come and stay safely, eat food, getting proper education. So we are trying to, we are in the, we are in the way to make that a home. So hopefully very 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 you know very soon we can do that and i also hope so so if i want to contribute or, we, or if there is someone out there who wants to help to contribute what should we do what 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 i will do now now you don't need to you know do any financial contract without seeing anything you just come and you just observe the children okay <laughs> or you just ask somebody you know uh, staying nearby okay go and check it how this I am I'm, I'm very sure if any single person come and see any of these single children and how they are, you know, surviving, how they are struggling, definitely you will get a lot of help. No doubt. Okay. So what I always, because even I, I, I get some financial support in the beginning also. I told them, okay, at least, at least you, before, in, you know, you also try to involve it without a financial support. You just, you, of course, money is important, but more than money, you, if possible, you also try to involve it. Because uh, their life is so so much, you know, into trouble. Their their life is they are so much struggling. So maybe a single help, you know, it 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 it, it will completely change their life. So that's a different. Because of course uh, their com- their life is completely going to change. So if possible, after Corona, come and visit us, or you know, or uh, come and see the children. Or we are now we are trying to make uh, documents of single single children. How like. Each is single stories, how they came to the station, how they surveyed the last eight years, you know, what their dream. So I am actually making documents for single, single children now. So if they are not able to come, so we will send it to the, that to the people so they can read it. They can understand how they surveyed and how, what's their That's nice. So for that way, they can also help. So That's pretty modest, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I often hear people wonder what is best for the children, how to do it if to give them something or not exactly like you described before so before we finish what will be your advice to our listeners how could we meet these children apart from seeing them of course as individuals who they are not anonymous street children but 
how could we make a difference to them in their everyday experience? Yeah, for for people listening from India, definitely you will you will meet these children coming days. There is no doubt, because normally people never think about. Okay, one when, when a child come ask you one money, what you do? Give you give they will give you one rupees, you know, to these children. But next time you will ask where you are coming. Okay, uh, you know, uh, do you run away from home or you staying with your family? You know, you have any issues? Okay, you know, uh, before giving a single rupee, ask them. Okay, okay. Why they are doing this, and and you can get their beautiful stories, and 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 if possible, you know, uh, try to inform us also. Like, okay, we met uh, you know a, a child in the station, so we can also go for further actions, you know. So this is the best thing, and and for other maybe uh, from from listening from the other other part of the world, I can say you can also read from everything, and other than that, pray for us also. Like, yes, important. You know, yeah. uh, because this is a street children actually this is a this is a, a very big number it's a one of the big issue in the world now because many children are coming to these stations coming to the street and of course they also uh, need a life a proper life so you can pray for that also so yeah this is the thing for to all yeah it is definitely thanks for your engagement in this very tough yet utterly important topic that moves me a lot Thanks for reaching out to the railway children through Child in Rail. Yeah, because you know, one more important thing is actually many of the people you know doesn't know about this. That's interesting thing because see, even I am telling myself, I I am from India only and I am living in Kerala only. If you talk about ninety people to you know hundred, if I am talking about my friend circle only, ninety percent of people doesn't know about a single thing about these children. Because first of all, you know, nobody is care first of all because if If a child come and ask me a single money, a single rupee, my role is to give that money, and I'm okay. <laughs> Why should I bother about you know their past? So, so this is the thing, and I hope and of of course, if you see about India, in uh, many tourists are coming, many uh, you know travelers are. What they do? They normally go to Bombay or they normally go to any temple and they. shoot videos and no they you will get some dancers some music uh, so they think that that is india but that is not true <laughs> yeah india is more than that definitely yeah yeah, yeah. and of course in this way uh, i hope maybe few people can understand there are many children are struggling many you know women are struggling i hope you know uh, our talk maybe will reach more people and future also let's hope so i also can, hope yeah. that okay thank you very much anyway nice to meet you too okay Across the rail lines throughout India, child poverty and hunger are a depressing and ever-present reality. Many children live along the rail lines, spending their days begging for food instead of going to school. Sanosh Enti is doing his best to change that. And that's it for this week. My guest in the next episode is K.R. Raja. Raja is the founder of Global Network for Equality. He has helped several hundred children of incarcerated parents. He aims to create an equal society free of stigmatization where every child is given opportunities to grow. You'll find the stories of the Cantaria alumni and the Girafilos, the stories of people sticking their necks out every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, our homepage, and every other place where you get your podcasts. And if you subscribe, you don't have to look out for us, we'll be coming to you. So, if there is a friend, a family member, an organization or someone you know who is doing a great work in the community, someone sticking their neck out, Just nominate them as a giraffe hero or tell us about them. 
come and visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. My name is Jean-Pierre Gerdurañona and I hope you join us also on our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. But more importantly, I hope you join us again next week. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. 